0: here on Good Work. Chris Fun here with with Alex for the first edition of the Weekly Wrestling Lap 2022. Alex, how are you, mate?
1: I'm feeling lovely, man. Uh, first of this year. Oh, exciting times ahead.
0: Yeah, so something a little different. I'm thinking if you're up for the challenge, just shaking up the rap a little rather than running down match by match, maybe just touching on each show and anything that stands out.
1: Yeah, I agree. That's probably the way to do it. I don't think we need to talk about what <laughs> what uh, back-and-forth contest Aaliyah and Natalia had this week. <laughs> Gosh.
0: Um, yeah, and maybe just change it up a little, go company by company, and then uh, see how we go in the end.
1: Sounds good.
0: Okay, uh, so did you watch any of – let's go something different to begin with. Did you watch any of the Game Changer wrestling shows of the weekend?
1: I have yet to watch him. Um Yeah, uh, I usually pretty much solely watch Game Changer if Matt Cardone is on it.
0: <laughs> okay. What about the NWA Power episode from last week?
1: I'm yet to watch that. Um, yeah, it's kind of lame at the moment.
0: <laughs> MLW Azteca 4 from... Uh, The 27th of January.
1: No idea what that even is.
0: (laughs) (laughs) It's on YouTube. It's their uh, Mexican takings. Oh, okay. As we we go through the series here, Sank, I don't think you make time for New Japan Pro Wrestling uh, New Year's Golden Series 2022
1: Night 5. Oof, that sounds uh, (laughs) gross. (laughs) Yeah, Quickly
0: looking through the card here, you have L.I.J., Bushi, and Hiromu defeating uh, Ro- Rohei Ottawa, and Yoto Nakashima, uh, two young lines there. So it's getting the new crop of young lines on a few cards. Um, this is still nothing going on in New Japan.
1: Nah, um, I'm, I'm going to say New Japan is just not worth watching anymore to anyone that's like oh yeah Japanese wrestling that's so like anti-establishment and cool I should check it out nah it's shit don't watch it
0: <laughs> um the lone highlight for me going back and watching this was the six man tag of Suzuki-gun, Minoru Suzuki Takamichinoku, and Yoshinobu Katamaru being defeated by uh, Toru Yano who I still believe is the provisional uh, King of pro wrestling champion God,
1: Did, didn't, didn't Suzuki win it?
0: He might have I have no idea who's got that title S- at the moment
1: Suzuki won it at Wrestle Kingdom
0: mm. Mm. Um, Along with uh, Yano Shito- Satoshi Kojima And uh, Yuji Nagata So the dad club getting a bit of a out there but this is just a nothing Road to show. A hell of a lot of meaningless tag matches. And during the pandemic, New Japan's biggest strength of using their undercard to build up to pay-per-views became something they were over relied on and now have just burnt out their fan base on these undercard matches. Yep. Uh, so as we go to sort of the last of the uh, the smaller global promotions uh impact wrestling did you happen to catch this past weeks
1: i caught part of it i bet you can guess which part of it i caught
0: okay so i'm guessing it's the uh the opening part here as jordan grace uh defends her impact digital media championship against your boy matt cardona and matt cardona is your new champion
1: Yeah, he turned heel in the process, whacking Jordan Grace with a chair shot. Uh, Your former internet champion uh, from the Z-True Long Island story days back in, back bloody 11 years ago now, is now your digital media champion. It's a belt that was made for Matt
0: Cardona, let's be real. Isn't he still your internet champion in GCW? (laughs)
1: Yes, he is. He is. He had a short break without it, thanks to that dastardly Effie. But, yeah, uh, as he says, uh, he didn't turn heel, everyone else did. Uh,
0: Another highlight here is Jonah makes quick work of crazy Steve. 208, uh, 208, bell to bell here. Uh, Just skimming through the rest of the card here, uh, Gresham having a DQ victory over Steve Macklin, and uh, you have Josh Alexander defeating Vincent, along with uh, the I guess remnants of the Kingdom ringside. Maria Canalis, Matt Taven, Mike Bennett, and PCO. So, uh, seeing where those guys are ending up from um, from the uh, the closure of sorts of uh, Ring of Honor.
1: Yeah, uh, they've been doing this cool thing in impact actually with the former ring of honor guys like invading impact they're a stable they're called honor no more they even brought in Kerry silken one week
0: oh i miss that shame
1: yeah yeah they even brought him in and just like to lead the troops so then yeah kenny king showed up yeah it's good it's actually really good they're doing some good stuff in impact and they've brought in the former Tom Phillips, who's now under the name Tom Hannafin, on Ooh, commentary.
0: That's a bit of a mouthful for last name.
1: Yeah, yeah, but um, he is it his is, uh,
0: birth name?
1: Yes, it is. Okay, and <laughs> and um, he's added so much, and Delo's just really slid into the role as color commentary co- color commentator perfectly. I think Impact's doing some really low-key good shit at the moment.
0: Yeah, they they have their good weeks, and then they have their weeks where they're like, "Let's be Impact again and shoot themselves in their in the foot." And you're just like, oh, "Of course you would. It's Impact."
1: Yeah, um, the thing is, the most intriguing thing going on right now in Impact is this invading faction. But if they would, if I'm like, i am being scarred enough by Impact, so either this stable is going to go on for the next three years and they're going to squeeze every juice out of it and it's just going to get stale as shit, it's, or, or they're going to be fighting each other in a month.
0: It's, uh, what is it? It's HR 2.0. Because <laughs> <laughs> we don't have the rights to ROH. Yeah um main event here bullet club Bay white Tama Tonga Tonga lower uh, defeating Ace Austin Jake something Madman Ford and Mike Bailey um really good main event is this the uh speedball Mike Bailey from Canada
1: yes it is he is exceptional yeah yeah
0: um <laughs> I haven't seen too much of this guy but he has a lot of promise and Canada sort of being the um, developmental territory of sorts with, um, I think it's, oh, what is it? Is it slam wrestling? In yeah. Canada, they sort of had a have a loose affiliation with.
1: Yeah, yeah. Uh, Scott Demore running Impact as talent relations or whatever he is. Like he's a Canadian boy. Through and through, the former leader of Team Canada in TNA, but um, yeah. So he he's always brought in a lot of great Canadian talent. I mean, that's how we got Josh Alexander. That's how we got Ethan Page. So yeah,
0: Eric Young. I mean, going back to later days of um Canadians in the company. Yeah, that's another well, thing. Yeah, People uh, neglect to mention how strong TNA was for their connection of bringing Canadians into
1: the US. Yeah, like Eric Young, Bobby Roode. Yeah, I forgot about Bobby Roode. (laughs) I I forgot to mention it when we talked about the Rumble, but what did you reckon about when Bobby Roode and AJ Styles had a face-off in the Royal Rumble and they had 60,000 people or whatever chanting TNA I (laughs) thought that was awesome I thought huh that's something
0: I never thought I'd see at a WWE show where something wasn't botched so bad they were chanting for a rival promotion
1: yeah right like like those two faced off with the sole intention of getting that chant
0: (laughs) yeah yeah. Too bad it didn't last much longer than, <laughs> than a couple of minutes.
1: All, all I wanted was the crowd to start chanting, Fortune, Fortune, Fortune. Oh,
0: <laughs> just you wait. Who else was in Fortune? Yeah, had uh, Styles.
1: Styles, was, Rude. Uh, Daniels was in it for a minute. Kazarian. Um, 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 who's in NWA? James Storm? James Storm, yeah. Oh, um, and Flair. Yeah, Flair. They could they should have just brought out Charlotte Flair and just started a new fortune.
0: <laughs> oh goodness. Um Impact I thought was yeah, really good this week. Um thumbs up. Like that Jonah's there. I like that Tennille's there, so they are sort of still keeping a few Aussies around at least. Yeah. Speaking of Aussies, um, We had a fair bit of local wrestling back, Uh, nothing to touch on straight away, but have you seen any clips of uh, one Richie Taylor's, uh, I suppose, retirement match from Deathmatch Down Under?
1: Yeah, I did see that. Um, Probably now is the time to plug uh, at Sid underscore pod. We'll be having Joel Bateman on at some point in the next week or two to talk about it.
0: Yes, uh, the Smack It Down podcast. search. Sid underscore podcast where a good podcasts are found, including Apple, because they're better at podcasting than me. Anyhow, <laughs> <laughs> no, no, they're, they're very friendly guys over there. Go, go give them a listen. And it's Alex's other podcast that he's kind of let me. It's,
1: it's my side project. This is always <laughs> number one. I will always like plant my feet on the fact this is my number one. This is this the is place where that... I grew up. <laughs> This is the place where uh, I'm allowed to book stupid shit. So, obviously, I love this place the most.
0: You mean uh, old Corey and Jay aren't letting you book a thousand run-ins on a fancy booking show over there? <laughs> well, they should. No, <laughs> no. Nah, nah. all, all credit to them. Um, yeah, local wrestling coming back Um, in a week or two. Alex and I might have to sit down and look at uh, January. Oh, yeah. boy. See, see what the BOD offerings are like there. Um, yeah. What do you want to talk first? Do you want to talk the good or the bad?
1: Uh, let's get the bad out of the way.
0: Okay. Let's start with, um. well, I think we already touched on Raw. Uh, there was a reported dark match, though, of um Bianca Belair defeating Becky Lynch after the uh, the show went off the air last
1: week. Okay interesting
0: uh, yeah that's a a bit interesting giving given where things lie uh nxt 2.0 did you watch
1: uh bits and bobs yeah
0: i'm gonna be honest with you i'm pretty much done with this show i'd i'd rather be watching impact or going and watching nwa on youtube or something because this show There's highlights of it that are good. There's glimpses of it that are good. But for the most part, it's just kind of the same as Raw and SmackDown. It's just sort of a chore to watch. Um,
1: There's five reasons why I watch NXT 2.0. Bron Breaker. Yes. Grayson Waller. Indy Hartwell. Persia Barada, And Duke Hudson. And let me tell you... uh, Maybe two of those reasons were fulfilled this week. <laughs> oh, boy. Um, yeah,
0: as we uh, kick off the show, six-man tag Imperium versus Diamond Mine with Imperium getting the win there. Uh, highly rated match on The Observer, three and a half stars. Um, went 12 minutes. So I'm skimming through here. Saray defeats Kayla Inlay.
1: Yep, Sure. My name is my name is Inlay and I love to fight.
0: Oh my goodness. Uh, relation? <laughs> no. Oh,
1: okay. She should she should start okay. calling herself Fit Inlay. Oh my goodness.
0: <laughs> um yeah, we've already said about Saray, uh geez. Uh looking through this Hey, LA Knight returned and was defeated by Joe Gacy.
1: In four twenty. Nice. Um yeah, uh LA Knight getting screwed over by Grayson Waller and Grayson Waller's bodyguard or whatever. Yeah. The the not veer member of Indoshere. The one Grayson Waller's bodyguard is the guy that spoiled um is the one that spoiled Keith Lee's title right title win on Instagram if you recall that. Oh yeah, that was a thing.
0: Yeah. Oh goodness, goodness, goodness. Um, what about your main event here of the Galdo Liguero del Fantasma? Jeez, it's been a while since I said that. Walking Wall and Raul Mendoza with Electra Lopez and Santos Escobar ringside are defeated by Braun Breaker and Tommaso Champa in 1128.
1: Yeah, it seems like Tommaso Champa's job in NXT now is a very AEW <coughs> role of being Bron Breaker's dad.
0: Being the sting to the Derby.
1: Yeah. And I don't know if that's the best use of Tommaso Ciampa.
0: No, neither do I. Um, this was a show that was booked de- bookended by two really good matches and then just sort of had Villa... In between. Yeah. Uh, thumbs, thumbs sideways.
1: Yep. Uh, I do want to ma- make note of there was a vignette that played for Duke Hudson. Uh, he talked about how he's a serious boy now and he doesn't play poker. And, you know, this same guy that was wearing a wig like a few weeks ago because he doesn't want people to see him bald. Was just sitting there backstage shaving his own head. Uh, it's it's there's just no fucking continuity there.
0: Ah, uh, yeah. The the whole and yeah, I love Sexton as much as the next Aussie. Here, let's be honest, but um, you need some continuity. Have him go away for a month.
1: And yeah, then he went away for like two weeks,
0: if that. And then mm. start these vignettes of somebody's returning. Yeah. Sure. A lot of people might figure out it's going to be Duke. But then you can say he's reassessed his career. Poker's what cost him his hair and his looks or something. Now he's yeah. going to take things more seriously in that. You can do that. That is an easy story to tell. Yeah. <laughs> to hotshot it in two weeks. When the guy was comedy shaved, he wasn't Suzuki shaved as well. No. Oh, goodness. Um, Yeah. I I don't know. I I have a lot of hopes for the Aussies, but at the same time, I look at their new signing program and how they had Jonah in a championship match and fired the same week and just kind of go, if I'm an Aussie wrestler and I'm looking at my opportunities of going, uh, Impact NWA, let's say New Japan Strong, AEW, WWE, and WWE offers me a heap of money, but could cut me in thirty days, and I have nowhere to work in thirty days, and I have no visa to stay, and I've moved across the world. i be going. Uh, I'd rather take my chances in Impact or AEW or NWA than do that. Yeah, and that, that's just me. Like without knowing the the insides and everything else that goes along with it, but yeah.
1: Yeah, uh, I agree.
0: Smackdown from Oklahoma City. Boomer Suna.
1: Oh, my God.
0: <laughs> no, no, we're not getting the WCW Oklahoma character on this show. Oh, God. <laughs> oh, goodness. Uh, reported dark matches here to kick off for the live crowd where Raquel Gonzalez defeats Io Shirai and Tommaso Champa defeats Roderick Strong. Remember for months when we had Dakota Kai in dark matches and Bronson Reed? And by God, did they get caught up? And Pete Strong was in dark matches for about a month before the Rumble, and surely he's going to be in the Rumble. Pete Strong? Pete Dunn.
1: Yeah, you said Pete Strong. <laughs>
0: <laughs> I think that's an English football player.
1: Okay. Anyhow. Uh, uh, yeah. Yeah. Um these dark matches i i don't know i think chumper is getting called up after mania the others i'm not sure about
0: yeah yeah agreed uh we kicked off with ricochet with cesaro ringside defeats ridge holland with sheamus ringside in 220 that leads to a tag team match that is one of the worst voted matches i've seen on cage match 3.50 uh, Holland and Seamus defeat Cesar and Ricochet uh, WWE, if this only happened once in a blue moon but it feels like it happens at least twice a month mm. that somebody wins quickly in a singles match and then they go hang on I want a rematch with your tag partner or we're having a tag match now or hold up player you're going one on one with the Undertaker
1: the the worst part is like, look at the next match as soon as that match started, I was like, oh, shit, the same thing's going to happen here. But it yeah. didn't.
0: So the next match, Jimmy Uso with Jay ringside defeats Eric with Ivar ringside in two ten, And I was like, oh, they're doing the same thing here. Uh, Aaliyah defeats Natty by count-out, intercontinental contenders match where Nakamura with Bogues defeats Jinder Mahal with Shanky ringside. And your main event, the uh, New Day, Big E and Kofi, because Big E's now back on SmackDown for some reason, defeat Los Leferios, Angel, former Gaza, and Humberto, former Carrillo.
1: Yeah, well, you've forgot to mention, like, the two big segments from this show. That's which, why I leave it up to you. Uh, uh, we'll go to the main event segment first. Um Basically, Ronda Rousey chose Charlotte to be her opponent at WrestleMania. Snore. That I'm fine with that because, <clears throat> like, I don't give a fuck about Charlotte and I don't really give a fuck about Ronda. So they can just hang out together. So I just know, like, not to give a fuck at all for at least 15 minutes at WrestleMania.
0: What happens if they have a match where Ronda hits Charlotte a bit hard and then it falls apart like that uh, Charlotte-Nia Jax match in the main event of WrestleMania?
1: Dude, I hope it happens. <laughs> uh, I I hope Ronda just decides to go into business for herself and just shoots on Charlotte. <laughs> Is it weird
0: that we have two former UFC champions win both respective Rumbles and are now headlining both nights of wrestlemania
1: they both eliminated the same amount of people um yeah yeah it's just is that a good thing because of mainstream appeal or is it just saying ufc is better than us let you guys decide yeah absolutely uh also like Ronda Rousey didn't even get any fucking mainstream buzz for returning. Because you got to uh, think about it. She was a major celebrity for about a year, what, five, six years ago?
0: Yeah, about that.
1: Yeah. And, like, Brock Lesnar, like, fuck, what was that? Like, 2010? Yeah. Yeah. Yeah, like these as much as they think oh there's mainstream crossover with these guys there really isn't anymore I would I, dare say they're more considered to the mainstream population WWE personalities than anything else
0: outside of the the wrestling media like your your post your Sunday night main event your RBR your wrestling observer I heard nothing on like um uh was it that E! news
1: or online? like sports center or shit like that espn yeah. fucking nothing Fox sports nothing yeah uh you know like
0: or oh, even even um was it Nine sport that covers wwe in australia for some reason mm. nothing on their website
1: no cuz no. there's
0: there's no outside appeal because they are WWE people and Rhonda since lost her mania said that she was going to start a family and just hasn't done anything since and then sort of
1: come back now. Well she she had a kid. She did? Yeah, like four months ago. wow oh. Well, congratulations. Yeah, congratulations. Uh please get your kid vaccinated. Oh, that's another discussion for another day. <laughs> Fucking Ronda, fucking Ronnie. Anyway, uh, <laughs> so, ma- uh, the f- opening segment of SmackDown, though. Uh, um, yeah, we're going to Saudi Arabia. Send out Big Bill and Goldberg versus Roman Reigns. The the dream match nobody wanted that didn't happen is finally happening. What? Rains Goldberg, Elimination Chamber.
0: Oh, weren't they supposed to have that last year and Reigns got uh, sick or something?
1: 2020. Like, the pandemic mania was meant to be uh, Reigns versus Goldberg.
0: Oh, that's right, and Fiend stepped in.
1: Nah, Braun Strowman did.
0: Oh, okay, wrong white member family, but hang on. Every member of the White family has been released. Oh, even Daniel Bryan.
1: (laughs) Randy Orton hasn't. Uh, True, true. He held held tag titles as as part of the White family, so I think he counts. Uh,
0: Yeah, I suppose him and whatever sister Abigail Alexa Bliss is up to, I guess.
1: Yeah, um... I don't know if you've seen the videos online, but they've been quietly releasing promo videos for Wyndham Rotunda, and it seems like they're going to do one of those EC3 Control Your Narrative cinematic matches with EC3 and Bray Wyatt. I wouldn't be opposed to that. Yeah, yeah, and Bo Dallas has been cutting promos and shit as well.
0: Didn't Bo say he want to retire because he's he's got like his money and his house and he's happy.
1: Yeah, and yeah, he's got a farm, and you know, he's with Liv Morgan. He's he's a kept man. Yeah.
0: Um, SmackDown, like Goldberg's back, and Charlotte and Ronda. It's like. Okay, I'm sure to some people this is exciting, but to me it's just kind of meh. Thumbs yeah. down. <laughs> yeah, yeah. This made me less excited for elimination chamber and rumble.
1: I- I'm still going to quietly put it out there: Goldberg and Roman Reigns will probably be a banger, and yeah. no, no one will actually like give it any credit. Because everyone shits on Goldberg's matches just because he's old and he's Goldberg and he gets thrown into title matches. But his matches are actually good lately, so shut up, people. Are you targeting that towards me? I mean, it's against everyone. Everyone (laughs) shit. Like, him and Lashley had two bangers, man. Mm. That's true.
0: Okay, Uh, did you happen to catch any of NXT UK or main event or... 205 Live that should be called Evolve,
1: but isn't? No, no, and no. (laughs)
0: Fair enough. Then we go over to uh, our final topic of conversation. AEW, did you catch any of Dark or Elevation?
1: I've given up on that. (laughs) Okay.
0: Sometimes I put it on in the background, sometimes I don't. Yeah. Uh, Dynamite, coming to you from Chicago, Illinois, Uh, kicked off with Moxley defeating the late replacement, Willie Uta. Um, Do we need to discuss what happened?
1: Uh, Kendrick's a prick.
0: Okay. (laughs) Oh, goodness.
1: Which Uh, is sad, because I was hoping Brian Kendrick coming into AEW was my last chance of getting the return of Ezekiel Jackson on television, but not yet,
0: <laughs> no. Uh, let's see what else of note was on here. Uh, the kings of the Black Throne, Brody King and Malachi Black, defeat Death Triangle members Puck and Penthouse, Zero Merda. Uh, Nyla Rose defeat Ruby Soho in a in a match. I was kind of surprised it went that way. I thought uh, Ruby might have got the win there. And in your main event, taking up a large portion of the uh the second hour mjf defeats cm punk
1: yeah um here's my overall thoughts on this show if what if it wasn't for this main event this show sucked ass yep like this show was pretty bad but then the main event saved it and fuck i loved that main event i've got it Written down on my shortlist for Match of the Year candidates already.
0: Already? Jeez, you, somebody's getting a bit prepared.
1: Yeah, I've decided that's what I'm going to do this year. Just if I like to match a lot, I'll chuck it on a list and then at the end of the year I can reassess. Jeez, well, we only just
0: did that show two days ago. <laughs> <laughs> ah, well. Um, yeah, I suppose... From there. Uh Dynamite, really good for me. Um what was I gonna say? Uh
1: thumbs up. Yeah, uh in the middle for me, main event saved it, but that was like a small portion of the show. Yeah.
0: Uh I do like Danhausen ringside. I'm not sure if the best friends are the best fit for a Danhausen though.
1: I think Orange Cassidy is. Orange Cassidy is what? A good fit for Dan Housen. Yeah. I, I don't know if, like, yeah, maybe not Trent and Chuck, but definitely I love the idea of Dan Housen and Orange Cassidy hanging out.
0: Yeah. It's sort of a, a missed collection of <laughs> Oddballs, the uh, the best friends. You've got uh, the it, remains of Rapongi Vice. You've got... Chris Statlander, who's an alien. You've got Orange Cassidy, who's sort of like a slob. You've got Wheeler Utah, who was a young lion. And now you've got Danhausen, who's, was it good, good, good evil?
1: Very nice, very evil. That's it. Jeez. I'm off my game. I, I um, spent a lot of my weekend watching various Danhausen vlogs. <laughs> and fuck me. this That dude's just so funny. Is so good.
0: Oh yeah, you're not wrong. The the guy is very underrated. Um, yeah. last last show of the week here: AEW Rampage with Excalibur, Rose Taz, and Chris Jericho on commentary. <laughs> oh no, it is getting Jericho. better. I think. <laughs> Put Mark Henry back on there. Mark Henry's doing good on um, elevation.
1: Yeah, I, believe uh, it is. I mean. <clears throat> I mean, if Ricky Starks wasn't wrestling, I love Ricky Starks on commentary. Yeah, yeah, absolutely.
0: Uh, so, a couple of matches on here. Adam Cole defeat Evil Uno quickly. A TNT Championship match. Sammy Guevara defeats Isaiah Cassidy, who had Hardy Family Office in his corner. Thunder Rosa defeats Mercedes Martinez by DQ. And for the FTW Championship, Ricky Starks, with Powerhouse Hobbs in his corner, defeats Jay Lethal. Um, all right, all right. Mm-hmm. Go on. Go on. You go.
1: So there's a few things I really loved about this show. Adam Cole's promo, which didn't start with him for once saying who's ready for story time with Adam Cole, baby. I'm, like, sick of him. Just trying to make that a thing. It's not a thing. Stop Uh, trying to
0: make Fetch happen.
1: (laughs) It was a great promo. i just got to say, like, I don't know how someone leaves the WWE system, goes to AEW, and somehow looks smaller. Uh, Yeah. Um, I don't know. The dude kind of looks like shit. (laughs) Is it because
0: one... The time he was in NXT was black and gold and poorly lit and AEW is brightly lit. And two, they're in a bigger arena, so you can see a lot more of the fans, which gives a lot more depth of field compared to the Performance Center, which maybe has 15 rows of chairs. I don't know what it is, but... So it's like an optical trick on your mind?
1: Maybe it's that, or maybe he just genuinely, like... He looks like he hasn't tanned in a while either, but yeah. that could be a lighting thing. Anyway, it was a really good promo when he said that he's coming after the world title, which is to no one's surprise. I assume we're getting that at Revolution. Yep. Um, uh,
0: anything else you want to bring up before I bring up sort of two quick remarks that um I suppose I haven't had a chance to bring up because uh, some of the archive got wiped.
1: Okay, yeah. Uh, One last thing from Rampage. Did you notice when Jay Lethal comes out what Justin Roberts does on commentary?
0: On commentary?
1: Uh, Uh, Announcing? Announcing, sorry, yeah.
0: No, go ahead.
1: Uh, He says, when he says that Jay Lethal is from Elizabeth, New Jersey, he says, uh, hailing from Elizabeth, New Jersey.
0: (laughs) It's a good little touch.
1: Yeah, yeah. He just throws on a macho man voice for it. It's so good. It's so good. Yeah. Uh, Anyway, I just wanted to point that out. And, like, it never clicked to me before that black machismo hailed from Elizabeth, New Jersey. (laughs) And then I, like, search it up, and that's actually his shoot hometown. (laughs) So, like, he was just born to be a fucking macho man impersonator.
0: Oh, uh, yeah. Um, I suppose two quick notes I have here. Now, who is your AEW women's champion
1: at the moment? Rip Baker.
0: Okay, and what show does she mainly appear on?
1: Uh, oh, my God. Are we going to talk about... Anyway, yeah, she's mainly on Dynamite, yeah. Okay, so who's the
0: AEW TBS champion?
1: Uh, Jade Cargill, yeah. Um, what show does she mainly appear on? Dynamite. <laughs> so when do you think
0: uh, Tony Khan will come out and say, uh, uh, Britt, you're mainly on TBS, so you're going to trade belts here with uh, Jade Cargill. Jade Cargill take the women's belt because she's mainly on TNT. Okay, there you go.
1: Yeah, here's the thing, like, last week they had the TNT title, like, Unifier, and that was on TBS, and then they had Jade Cargill defend the TBS title, and that was on TNT, like, that just kind of annoys me, like, it's not hard, put the TBS title on TBS and put the TNT title on TNT, like, fuck
0: yeah, yeah. I suppose they're just more TV titles, but they're just naming them after their two networks, which makes sense. But the point is, how stupid is it having <laughs> title specific for one thing and then going, but oh, no, you got play swapsies. Uh, last note here on Rampage, because the archive did get wiped. Do you think the end goal with the FTW Championship is having Hook, Take it from Starks and claiming his father's championship back.
1: I think the end goal is Hook destroying Team Taz. And turning on his father? Either turning on his father or Team Taz turns on Taz and Hook gets revenge. Ooh, okay. Like you can see, like, Ricky Starks and Powerhouse Hobbs seem really tight as an on-screen duo. But it's not like Ricky Starks is coming out with Hook as a manager or Powerhouse Hobbs when he has matches. It's not like Hook is in his corner. You can see an obvious divide. And, like, Hook's genuinely feuding with heels. Like, he's yeah. his, his feuding with QT Marshall and all that. Oh, God, not the factory. Yeah, he's going his. He's working his way through the factory. I have no issues with that, because you know it's just going to result in a series of, like, three-minute matches. Uh, QT Marshall, pay-per-view, co-main
0: event against Hook.
1: I mean, if we somehow got QT Marshall and Aaron Solo versus Taz and Hook, I'm all in.
0: I don't think Taz can come back.
1: I I mean, mean... He had a fucking match of one night stand against Jerry Lawler and all it was was ring the bell Taz mission and the crowd was happy.
0: I suppose with Sting coming back, they could do a cinematic match type thing with Taz.
1: Yeah. Um, They don't have to have him take a bump. That's all I'm saying.
0: Yeah. Uh, Thumbs up, Rampage. You're really enjoyable to watch.
1: Yeah. I loved it.
0: Uh, Anything else? sort of closing the show or do you have a tv champ this week Ah, oh,
1: tv champ um oh i'll actually go Wardlow on this uh he didn't have a match or anything but his selling and his facial expressions in that mjf cm punk match was fantastic
0: yeah, yeah, I agree. Um, for me, I'm going to say Matt Cardona.
1: Yeah,
0: boy. Just because of this run he's on.
1: Like, Within, he, he's the no. top independent guy. Where is he? He's signed to Impact? He's not signed anywhere.
0: Oh, really? So he's a he's like a real freelancer.
1: Yeah, yeah, that's why he's, like, able to go to NWA. Because, like, this weekend, he's challenging Trevor Murdoch for the NWA world title.
0: Is there a pay-per-view this week?
1: I think it's, like, this weekend or the weekend after.
0: Oh, boy. Well, he is a, a belt collector at the moment. He does have the ECW uh, TV. <laughs> the... He's, In...
1: he's oh. got the... Um... Like, there's other indies, like AIW. I think that's in Chicago, uh, Cleveland, actually. Like, he's the champ there. He's the champion of beyond wrestling. Like, he, he legit, like, wins major titles every promotion he goes to now. Well, he is a major bro. Exactly.
0: Okay. Uh, well, we'll wrap things up here. Uh, where can the good humans
1: find you? You can find me on Instagram and Twitter at Fruities Alex. You can find us at WrestleOzStyle with an A-U-S. Uh, also check out at Sid pod. Search up Wrestling Ozstyle on Facebook and you can find Chris at...
0: At I'm Chris Funder on Twitter for wrestling conversations and telling me why your favourite wrestler is better than mine. You can come say hello to me on Twitch at Chris Funder, where I game four nights a week. And Fruity sometimes is there in chat harassing me.
1: <laughs> yeah. Yeah, I popped in the other night while I was waiting for dinner. It was nice. Yeah. Um, you go back, listen to the Wrestling
0: Oz Style archive for free on SoundCloud, Google Podcasts, Podbean, Spotify, Stitcher, Tune in the Weekly Wrestling wrap Wednesday on YouTube. And yeah, sure. using the RSS feed found in the show notes below for your podcast choice, including Apple. Nothing left to say, but we will speak to you next time.
1: I don't reckon I'm gonna even watch Elimination Chamber.
0: Oh, you say that now, but later and Becky.
1: Oh, actually, yeah, I'll watch one match. <laughs> whoa, 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 Saudi
0: Mania. da 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 da